Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. So tonight we're going to be having an honest discussion about laziness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, the winter is always really lazy for me, I feel like. It, I don't know. It's just something that I feel like everybody has struggled with. But it's kind of one of those things that it's easier to point out in other people. But then when you're looking at yourself, you're like, no, I'm not lazy. Are you kidding? Like, yeah. who likes to say that they're lazy? I mean, nobody's going to admit that, you know? <laughs> I've never been lazy a day in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh me! What do y'all think? For one in the strike. Yeah. Do y'all have any? I mean, definitions of laziness. I really don't have it because I thought people know when you say lazy <laughs> what it means, you know. But y'all got any thoughts on it before we move on to some scripture? My basketball coach, when we were um, growing up, well, he was my seventh grade basketball coach, but he liked to use the word lackadaisical, oh. which is a simile, mm-hmm. not simile. Synonym, yeah, not, not simile. It's a synonym for laziness, and because um, he would talk about how, like in defense, we got lazy and we mm-hmm. didn't stay in our stance, yeah. and we didn't move our feet, and so on and so forth. So that's always been in the back of my brain. Mm-hmm. Makes me makes me feel smart when I say that word. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I really think just laziness is just like not wanting to do something, you mm-hmm. know, just um, knowing something needs to be done, but just choosing not to do it. Mm-hmm. For yeah. But um, Proverbs, you know, like we talked about last week, has a lot of warnings and um, it has a lot of warnings about laziness, too. And um, I wanted to read two of them for you. And, and if you all have any verses, you all can share those. But um, the first one is Proverbs 15, verse 19. And it says, the way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns. But the way of the upright is a highway. And that really is true. You know, um, if you choose the lazy, you know, a lazy lifestyle, um, your path is going to be a whole lot harder, you know, because we all know that you have to work to get money to be able to afford different things in this world and um, and lots of other reasons, too. But, um, you know, the path is a lot, <clears throat> a lot easier if you choose to be not lazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then Proverbs 13, 4 says the soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich so i really really like that verse because i just thought you know that's so true like they people always want things even if you're lazy you still want things um but you're not going to get anything by being lazy you know you have to get out there and work and reach the goals that you're wanting to reach Proverbs so. brings that up a lot mm-hmm. about it I think it uses the word slothful mm-hmm. for a lot of it. And you think of a sloth, like the animal, how like slow mm-hmm. it is. It always makes me think of like Zootopia. You yes. Know, the sloths yes. at the, like the DMV and they're oh. like, oh, 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 like uh-huh. pushing the buttons. Um, and so I think it's kind of interesting that he does talk about slothfulness or laziness a lot. And because we don't generally think about that as being just like a huge issue for mm-hmm. Christians. Like if you're going to live like a Christian life. Um, so, I think it could be like avoiding work, like it could be your job. If you're kind of lazy on the job, you know, you're just kind of getting by 
or it could be in the church um, mm-hmm. working like you're kind of avoiding you know helping out with different events and things um, or teaching that kind of thing um, it could be just lack of energy or zeal in in your work or in the church and it can apply either way or just trying to get by and do as little as you can you know it's like um well, I'll do this and then I don't have to do anything for a few more months you know mm-hmm. you know like well I've taught this time so I don't have to teach for the rest of the year right and I have that attitude sometimes because sometimes I do get a little tired of it but um we know we're told to not grow weary of doing good and it, mm-hmm. it's not just being a good person but you know doing good things so you know in spiritual laziness you know we can neglect things that we should do like worship I know sometimes when I come to worship I'm not always in the best mindset um and you just kind of go through the motions and mm-hmm. in prayer and study, which we talk about prayer and reading the Bible all the time on here. And it can be hard sometimes when we've all admitted that we have problems and, you know, at times of maybe neglecting or just doing enough or what we think is enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but if we're not growing, you know, then we're declining. If we're not doing those things, if we're being lazy, then our spiritual life isn't growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, laziness has or leads to consequence and we can probably all agree on that that anytime you're lazy it's going to lead to some type of consequence mm-hmm. um, if you're lazy in your work if you're lazy in the church or um, you know just lazy in your lifestyle um, there's going to be some consequences um, and you know one of the main ones is if you have extreme laziness then you could have like health problems like obesity or um, you know heart problems or even like uh, mental health like depression and things um, do y'all have any other you know, consequences like with our, you know, our bodily consequences that we have with laziness. I mean, it could also cause insomnia because mm-hmm. you're not exerting effort to, or you're not exerting energy to need to rebuild your energy. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm not a scientist. No, that no. makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like true. our mom has said that before, like in the days that she works, you know, nonstop, like outside doing stuff, she just crashes at mm-hmm. night. But it's kind of, I'm kind of the opposite, actually. Like the days, like we work, like when we did our um, our fall fest here at our church, mm-hmm. and like we worked, you know, so hard those couple of days leading up to it, and I could not sleep because mm-hmm. it's like my adrenaline was going. So I'm kind of the opposite, yeah. which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. But yeah, I think for most people, if they work a lot, then they do kind of just crash eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of mentioned like it's the spiritual side of it too, you know. Um, and like our job here on earth is to do things for others and spread God's word. And we can't do that by being lazy. And we all know the consequences, you know, of not doing, um, what God wants us to do on this earth. And you know, we just don't want laziness to be the reason we're not doing what God wants us to do. Mm-hmm. And if everyone was lazy, then nothing would get done. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So when I was studying for this, I would, you know, I thought there's, I narrowed it down to two main sources of laziness. And so I just thought we'd talk about them a little bit. But um, the first one is technology. Um, you know, we're born in a world that, like, promotes laziness. We've got all this stuff around us. That's, it makes it so easy to be lazy. Um, you know, I think about my grandparents and my great-grandparents and, you know, the stories they've told me of how they'd wake up early in the mornings and, like, you know, work in their gardens, basically like from sun up till sundown. You know, mm-hmm. they were constantly working and not like the work we do today, like hard labor work. And um, and I know they think we're all lazy. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we got cars and no, but um, um, you know, we've the thing that I thought of was 
today I don't even have to go in the store to buy my own grocery like to get my own groceries I just pull out my phone and I order it through the app and then these nice little people shop for my groceries bag them up and then all I have to do is just drive there and they load it into my yeah. car you know like how lazy is that mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean even the way we fix our food is lazy we have microwaves and yeah like you just like mix it like pre-made mixes you can yeah. just like put it in there so even how we cook is lazy. <laughs> no. you don't even have to cook you can order a That's service true. that will just deliver yeah made meals to your house yeah yep. right mm-hmm. so I'm just saying if you think you're not being lazy by cooking you're still kind of being <laughs> yeah. lazy. Uh, yeah to some people you're still being lazy for sure um so it's all around us and um you know i i think about those googles and the alexas and all too you know all you have to do is just say turn off the lights and the lights go off or you know um say something about the tv and it changes it to whatever you want it to be and it's Mm -hmm. just like man like (laughs) we we really can be lazy And I don't want you to feel bad, you know, if you use these, because, I mean, I do. I use, especially the grocery pickup, it's, like, my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Besides y'all, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, really, it just makes it so much easier, um, you know, for me. And so I use it. Um, And so I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, does that really make me lazy because I use it? Um, And I think, you know, we have a choice with technology, you know, we have a choice to use it to be lazy or we have a choice to use it to free up more time to be more productive. I don't know what y'all think about that, but um, maybe that's just an excuse I'm using. <laughs> I don't know, but I just feel like sometimes I do, you know, I use the technology to, to you know, to free up more time to where I can, you know, be present in other places that maybe I can benefit their lives or benefit my lives in a spiritual way. So, I don't know. What y- y'all think anything on that? I mean, technology can be your best friend or your worst enemy. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you said, it's just a tool. So, it's just however you use it. But, yeah. I think of like telephone, like the simplest things telephones. You know, we used to go visit people in their homes, which Rona, now you can't yeah. do that. But, um, you know, it's changed people's relationships too. And it's made you lazier where you just say, call your mom and be like, hey, you still alive? Or just text her, you yeah. know? <laughs> Don't even have to talk to her instead yeah. of, you know, going and checking on your parents and your grandparents mm-hmm. as they get older. Yeah. I mean, I think some technology is really good and really beneficial to us. And then I think it's just really how you use it. You know, how is it being used? Um, so the second one I wanted to talk about is like the attitude. And I think that's the, the second source of laziness is our attitude towards things. Um so, you know, when I was younger, I mean, I still struggle with this some, but mainly when I was um, in high school, I like in classes that I just really didn't see the point of doing because I knew I wasn't going to, it, was, it wasn't going to benefit me in the future. And so I had that attitude of like, why am I doing this? I don't, I, it's not going to help me today. It's not going to help me in the future. Like, why am I doing this? So I would be lazy in those classes. Mm-hmm. Um, did y'all ever have anything like that? <laughs> and I can tell a million stories. No. <laughs> I mean, I was lazy in high school, which our high school was super easy. And I mean, I just, I'd whip out my study guide right for a test and look over it and, you know, do fine on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was such a lazy studier in high school. Oh, yeah. But in college, I mean, I really, I've really found that out for sure. Because mm-hmm. I had to learn to study and not be lazy. I had to be proactive and 
and homework and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like you see the consequence and the benefits, you know, mm-hmm. when you're doing it that, like, man, it feels so good to be prepared, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, I've been been lazy since day one. But, um, <laughs> like, in school, I remember, man, I'm not, like, embarrassed even to talk about this. But um, <laughs> the hardest class for me that I almost got to be in, I graduated with 4.0. <laughs> not really, but, I mean, I did, but anyway. Um <laughs> My, my hardest class was biology. I was terrible at mm-hmm. it, mainly because I was lazy and I didn't mm-hmm. study at it. But um, our teacher was super nice, and she's like, if you will do note cards for all the study guides, I'll give you extra points on the test. Mm-hmm. And so I had noticed that she would just, like, pick them up and just go throw them in. Like, she didn't look through them. <laughs> she'd just pick them up, and she'd throw them in the um, – thing the recycle bin Mm -hmm. and so the next time Ava's not going to spend that much time (laughs) writing all those words down so I just did probably 10 and just like put some of them on top and some of them on the bottom and um that was the time that she decided she was gonna look through them yeah and um I was really embarrassed and I went was like bawling and apologized to her after class <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm off to her <laughs> classroom <for> her. <laughs> oh. another one that i thought of was or that i've dealt with in the past was lack of positive recognition um mainly at like the job you know the workplace um you know you i would do my job and not get recognized for it which that was just my immaturity thinking but um immature thinking but um you know, so when the boss would leave, like I really lost respect for for him. So when the boss would leave, I just wouldn't do much, you know, and that was just so bad of me. But it was it was lazy because I wouldn't do anything when she wasn't there. And when she did walk in, I was like acting like I was, you know, doing really good kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, of course, has consequences. Um, I think laziness is contagious, too. Yeah. Because I've noticed in, in my jobs that, like, if I'm around people who are very lazy in their job, I'm like, well, they don't get in trouble for not doing anything. Yeah. So, like, why am I working hard right. if they get the same paycheck that I do, you right. know? For so sure. So, you got to rise above that, and you got to be that good example that encourages other people to work hard. Yeah, it's the same as lazy, you know, a lazy energy is contagious. So is like a positive, you know, hardworking energy. If you right. stick with that, then that rubs off on other people because it's like, oh, maybe I should do what she's doing, you mm-hmm. know. So you want to be that positive. Um, another one was fear of failure. Um, and that's still a big one today for me. But just thinking like, okay, well, I, you know, I could, and this is just made up, but like, if, I, if somebody asked me to run a race, I'd be like, okay, that would be really good for my body, you know, to prepare for this race. And, um, but I would be afraid I wouldn't be good or I would be afraid I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to finish. And, and that fear of failure would get to me to where I would choose not to do it because, you know, I'd just rather be lazy instead of fail. Mm-hmm. So, um, have y'all ever had anything like that either? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm bad about procrastinating things that either I like dread or I have stress or anxiety about. And then, like, I so I put off the things I need to do. Like, one, one time, a bunch of my friends wanted to run, like, this big, like, Spartan race, like, where you run, like, 10 to 12 miles. You have all these obstacles and stuff you're going through. Mm-hmm. And so the guy that was, like, kind of heading it up for us, you know, getting all our stuff together at the church I was at at the time, 
um, he was a cross country coach, like a high school cross country coach. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's so many obstacles. As long as you can run like five or six miles, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, oh man, I, I can't even run that right now. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I got to start you know, training. I had like, you know, several months to get ready for this. And I kept putting it off because I had that anxiety about it, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the day came and I didn't back out. I still went. But that was the worst thing oh, I've mate. ever done. Yeah. And I had stress and anxiety up until that point because I put off the like preparing for things. And I do that with other things, too, sometimes. I put it off until it, and it just keeps building up, which just makes it so much worse. It does. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's so much out of just your own inconveniences. It's about you being selfish a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know. And so in anything you do, like I was talking about, you know, well, you compare yourself to other people. Well, that's an excuse. You're fit or failure. You, that's an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all excuses on why you shouldn't do something or why you don't do something instead of finding. I mean, there are reasons for things, you know. There's a reason that I don't. I can't think of a reason why I'm not skinny. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's an excuse. <laughs> I'm too lazy. I'm so. too lazy. Um. Um. So you know, how do we change this attitude of laziness? And I kept asking my, that, myself that question, and these verses um, really stood out to me. So I'm just going to share those with you. Um, the first one is Colossians three seventeen, and it says, "Let me find it here." Sorry. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the God to God the Father through him. And then Colossians 4, I'm sorry, Colossians 3.23 is similar. And it says, and whatever you do, do it heartily. Ask the Lord and not to men. So I really thought that that was the best way for me to answer that question. You know, um, how do you change the attitude of laziness? You know, just like with work, um, you know, like you don't want to do the job because your boss isn't respecting you or your teacher, you know, is mean and just doing things, you know, to be mean kind of way or whatever. Um, or you have this project and you're just like, what's the point? You know, like, why? I'm just going to be lazy. Like, I don't, there's no point to this. Um, you know, how do you change that attitude? I think those verses right there, because it says, you know, whatever you do, do it for the Lord. And so if you change that attitude and really do everything you do for the Lord, then you'll be excited to do things. You'll be like, you know what? I really don't want to want to do this today at work, but I'm not doing it for anybody here. I'm doing it for God. And, you know, that may sound a little weird thinking like, really not. Like, Scrubbing these tools for yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or doing this science project for God. Like that's a little strange to think about. But I think um, – your when your attitude is so excited to do things, it rubs off on people like we were already talking about, you know. Um, and they're like, "Why is she so excited to be working today?" You know, and they ask, and you can tell them that you're doing it for God, and that's just a way to to spread God's love and God's God's word to them. Yeah, um, I have to tell myself a lot in my head because I get like sucked into the couch a lot when I get home yeah. from work because it's like I have worked hard all day I mm-hmm. deserve this mm-hmm. you know who cares if we don't eat supper tonight or if we only <laughs> eat out of pizza boxes you know mm-hmm. like who cares you know I deserve it and it's very selfish and very entitled and so I have to stop myself and be like literally say don't be lazy mm-hmm. yeah so I just remind myself how good I feel when I am 
you know, productive and proactive in things. Like, yes. I know the days where I feel like I just run nonstop, whether it's, you know, running errands um, or just, you know, around the house cleaning things or, you know, organizing things. At the end of the day, it's like I sit down and I'm like, I just feel really good about it. I feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. And so even if, like, you know, maybe the, like, cleaning toilets for God sounds mm-hmm. kind of weird, but I feel, I do feel good about myself when mm-hmm. I do things where um, I'm successful at it. I you know, since I started staying home, it's been a struggle for me, really laziness. I needed this lesson because, you know, I was going from a schedule to where I had to wake up a certain time, be at work at a certain time, you know, got off at work at a certain time. Everything was a schedule for me and I love schedules. And I, that was something I didn't consider when I was going to stay home from work. And it was, it's been a really big adjustment. Adjustment. I've almost been staying home for three years now and it's still a struggle sometimes because I don't have to keep a schedule, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's bet I feel so much better when I do. I do wake up at a certain time and I do get things done. I feel so good. Um, And then those days that I'm lazy and I just don't get much done at all, I mean, I feel terrible at the end of the day. It Mm -hmm. really, it really weighs on you. Um, So it's definitely easy to get discouraged because, um, like in, in my job, it seems like I never get things knocked off my to do list. Or, like, I don't – I get more things added to my to-do list than I get checked off for the day. (laughs) And it's it's so discouraging when you look at it because I type mine on a computer and then I just erase them when I get done with it. Mm -hmm. So then it's like when your to-do list is longer at the end of the day than when you started, you're like, I mean, what did I even do today? Did I accomplish anything? Mm -hmm. So I started leaving them at the top so I can (laughs) see, like, I did a lot of work today. Yes. Just do the where you strike through or highlight them when you get done. (laughs) Too much work. I can just (laughs) enter. 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 Okay. Because I put the the priorities at the top. (laughs) I'm just saying, as you go through your list, you just highlight and, like, got that done. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you? You just do you. Enter. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm gonna click a bunch of stuff. You just lazy. I am busy, Savannah. She's using technology. People's lives depend on me. All right. (laughs) My position was empty for like three years, and now I know. Um. So I wanted to end this with talking about the parable of the talents. You know, I really feel like it's a, a good example of laziness um and if you're not familiar with it it's you know this this lord has three servants and he gives the first servant five talents and then the second servant he gives two talents and then the third he gives one talent so he leaves them and they're supposed to just go and and so the the first servant with five talents goes off and trades and gets five more talents so that he doubled his talents and then the one with two does the same so he has four now but the last one he just goes and buries his talent um and hot you know doesn't do anything and so and nothing comes of that talent and so the lord comes back and um you know the servants are coming up to him and you know the he's so proud of the one that has 10 talents now and he's so proud of the one that has four talents and then he turns to the third one and he's you know the the third servant's is like you know, I buried this talent. I, you know, I didn't want, you, I don't know what his excuse was didn't really. didn't want to lose it. Yeah, he didn't want to lose it. All this kind of excuses started coming out of him. And um, the Lord's just so disappointed because he didn't do anything with what he was given. He just buried it and nothing came of it. Nothing happened to it. 
and I just thought, wow, you know, that's so true because we're all given talents, um, spiritual talents. And, um, you know, we can we can be like those first two servants and go out and, you know, have more talents and, you know, just share our talents with other people. And or we can be like the last one to just bury it and not do anything with our talents. Um, so, I mean, I hope you all gotten something out of today's lesson, even if you are that person that just can't sit down and you know it just doesn't really feel like they're lazy I hope maybe it's ex- it's um excited you to want to do some more for God and or maybe even just change that attitude to what you're doing and um, making it for God you know doing the things for God and um you know just having that zealous attitude I really think you know it talks about that a lot in the Bible and um that's really what Christians are supposed to have we're supposed to be excited to do things for others and excited to do things for God and so we just want maybe um you know from here on to us all I mean well, I need to work on it for sure and um you know to us all to just have more zeal in our life <laughs> so um we just want you to always remember be kind be humble and be zealous bye, bye.